everyone, and welcome to another SDGC After Hours. Tonight, I've got a nice glass of whiskey. I don't know what Jeff and Brittany are drinking, but we're going to sit down, we're going to drink, and we're going to talk about the Endwalker trailer for the upcoming Final Fantasy XIV expansion. We're going to talk about what we saw, about what we hope to see, and about what we know we will see. But before we launch into all of that, Jeff and Britt, how are you doing tonight? I'm, d- I'm doing, you know. It's, are you doing? It's Monday, so as well as anybody could be. I'm jealous of your drink. I'm all out. And I'm Wait, out. hold on. You're not drinking? No, I'm I'm, I'm out. I'm, liquor's fucking expensive, man, and I'm too broke. I got to wait until payday. <laughs> I don't have anything I'm over right here. now, but I'm about I'm to over here. get something now. Yeah, well, see, Britt, I'm over here drinking that high-class peanut butter whiskey. Oh, that's what I was going to get. Yeah, that's the good shit right there. Did you know that's, when Trump uh, put, uh, it was like tariffs or something, or uh, some sort of... Uh, uh, imposition on bourbon exports um the price went up like ten dollars a bottle here well that's one more reason to say fuck trump yeah so i hope biden's gonna make <laughs> bourbon free for all <laughs> a man of the people is what i, I know what yeah. I'm rooting for. so we are all here as big fans of final fantasy 14 uh and just a few days ago this past weekend we got our first glimpse at the new expansion coming this fall titled endwalker And I've got the trailer uh, playing right here in front of me uh, in the background. So we can kind of not break this down frame by frame or anything, but have a nice point of reference in front of us for when we're kind of discussing this. And right off the bat, it opens with a shot of the moon, which got me really excited uh, because I guessed correctly, I might add, just throwing that out there, that we were going to see some heavy Final Fantasy IV influences but how, uh, in the new expansion. How many other guesses did you make? Because if you guess five things and one is right, that doesn't mean... So, so I call... So, for so oh, you know what? Let's start at the beginning. Okay, all and right. And we'll, we'll, we'll move on to all the stuff that I got okay, right. Okay, all right, all It's right. not... I, my predictions turned out pretty correct on this one, so so I'm, I'm proud of that. That never happens to me. This is a first for me. <laughs> so So, right off the bat... Uh, we've got our kind of, I guess we could say, Final Fantasy XIV uh, mascot character. Uh, the, Generic uh, Final the dark... Fantasy protagonist. Right, exactly. <laughs> he's walking so across. He's walking across the moon, and he leaves a a footprint. You know, one 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 small that step. Stupid for, fucking for... footprint. <laughs> one. <laughs> Brit really doesn't like the footprint. Brit, it's one small step for higher, one giant leap for Lalafell. No. Okay. Um, First off, it's I here. Hate... It's not higher. higher. It's here. Is it really? What man? You know what? You know what? I'm uh, I'm a 40 year old man <laughs> who doesn't give a shit about uh, about pronunciation. So who cares? But that's that's not true. You you throw out Titus and you get you get antsy. Titus. Okay. You know, uh, but here's the thing. It's you know what? We're not going to get into that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're so, not. Okay. Yes. Let's so, talk about that footy. So we're moving. <laughs> so footy. we're moving on through the trailer here, and here is right here where we get our first glimpse of one of the new two classes one of the new two jobs uh and it's the sage it's a healing class uh and it looks and it's uh it's actually alphanaud who is uh who is changing roles here um and of course we had like as the trailer was was playing you know this is something that none of us had seen before so i figured oh look that's a new class that's cool with a bunch of like basically floating crystallized guns surrounding him i I can't remember what they're called but i thought that that was going to be a dps class but no it's a healer I think they're called newliths or something like that. Newliths? 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 I'm probably like butchering I know, can... the pronunciation of that as well. 
Brittany, go ahead. I was just going to say, could we talk about the fact that Alice got a new outfit and it looks fucking bomb? She looks so it good. It does. It does. I know a lot of red mages who are going to want to 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 glam that um, for sure. Uh, and as we move on through the trailer, we get a shot of Xenos, uh, Xenos, uh, yeah, Galvis, um, who I know Brit just is a huge fan of. Brit mm-hmm. adores Xenos. Mm-hmm. Truly one of the um, most complex characters in all of Final he, Fantasy. Yeah, he is. There's a, he's got a lot of nuance. Uh, in him just a lot of a lot, many facets to Xenos uh, but here is where we get to to me was the most interesting part of the trailer uh, at about two minutes and 30 seconds in we get a shot of generic Final Fantasy 14 protagonist who was a Dark Knight as what appears to be a paladin standing on the moon with um, with Eorzea in the background and this is where I really started getting those Final Fantasy IV vibes because if you've played Final Fantasy IV, then you know uh, the whole crux of Cecil's journey at the beginning of the game was he started off as a Dark Knight, went to Mount Ordeals, um, kind of cleansed himself of that darkness, and was reborn as a paladin. Uh, and then, of course, at the end of the game, hold, the whole hold on, hold on. Sorry, move. I'm actually about to play Final Fantasy IV uh, very soon. So I know it's ridiculous to request no spoilers for a game this old, but I'm going to just... Just as long as you acknowledge that it is like a 30-year-old game. I, I recognize that. I actually did. I played up till he became a paladin. Um, okay. I just don't want to know the ending, so... Okay. Oh, oh I mean, so, all good. I mean, I mean, you yeah, know, if you, you want to like talk about but... like a location that they go to or something, right? Yeah. Fine. No. 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 I'm not going to get into like okay. nitty gritty spoilers or anything. All right. All right. Um. But but you know he's a paladin who winds up on the mood, and I'm seeing a lot of parallels here uh, at the end of this trailer. Plus, you'll notice we have um, for the Final Fantasy uh, Fan Fest. There's a concert, and if you uh, if you pay money, like the concert's free, but you can also pay money for an optional. Um, for a bunch of optional uh, minions of, uh, I think it was Edge, Radia, and Rosa. Brittany, do I have that right? Mm. Um, I think it was Edge, Radia, and Rosa. And then you also have the mount, the Lunar Whale mount, which Tell me I had about called. the Lunar Whale mount. I didn't hear about this. Okay, so here's about the Lunar Whale mount, right? Uh, the Lunar Whale mount is, <laughs> so the Lunar Whale is an airship that you get in Final Fantasy IV, and it plays some badass music when you fly it around. Uh, and you you can zoom all around the moon with it, and this mount actually holds eight people in Final Fantasy VIII, and it's enormous. It's fucking massive, and the lunar whale mount plays that same badass music. So I am definitely gonna. That's awesome. I, well, you know what? I'm gonna pay the I'm gonna pay the fifty fucking dollars for the lunar whale mount. I'm gonna do it. Do you have that um, many friends in game, John? Absolutely. Oh. I don't have that many friends in life, let alone the game. <laughs> um, but but I'm still gonna. I don't want that you know, many friends to be honest. I'm good. Anybody who wants like two, I don't want that yeah. responsibility. Honestly, yeah. I just like exhausting. I, I want to cruise around in the lunar whale in game while I'm playing uh while I'm playing a uh, love shack by the B52s. That's what I want to do. No, no, I don't you, even no? want to listen to that in my car. Hop in my Chrysler. It's as big as a lunar whale. It's about to set sail. You don't want to do that? No. So let's talk about the (laughs) end. Like, this is going to be the end, right? The end of Heidelin and Zodiac. Like, the Asians, everything that we've been playing for the last, Mm -hmm. God, however many years, since 2013, 14, is is finally coming to an end. Um, But I. -hmm. Well, I think it's important to note, Brittany, just real quick, that. Um, a lot of people were worried that this meant the end of Final Fantasy XIV, and that is very much not the case. No, no, no. And he said that in mm-hmm. the um, 
in the live letter, he pretty much said, you know, it's not the end of the game. This is still very much my baby. It's just the end of this particular story chapter, which is fine, right? Because the last time the three of us were together talking about Final Fantasy, we were talking about um, it was the end of Shadowbringers, and we right. were talking about how perfectly, like, in a neat little bow, the Asian storyline was wrapped up with not only Emmett Selk, but also, um, God, who's who's the next uh, one? Talking about uh, Elidibus? Yes, Elidibus, thank you. Yeah, I yeah. So it, it kind of, like, perfectly tied up that little bow, and then fucking Fandaniel showed up with Xenos, and it's like, oh, it's so we're just, you know, going right back to the same shit, so... Um, you know, I don't, going into this expansion, I think everything looks cool aesthetically, um, but I don't know how I feel about it coming off of Shadowbringers, because Shadowbringers is a really, that, that's a game to top, you know, like, how do you top a game like that? I can't, I, I don't even know, I didn't expect... I didn't expect to like Shadowbringers as much as I did, so... Now that I super liked it, now I'm going into this next expansion just like I'm leery about it. Whereas I never felt this way about any expansion, let alone uh, MMO expansion. I, um, I, I'm actually super excited for it because I love Final Fantasy IV, and you know, well, it's, see, it's I never played four, so oh, but, you're missing but out. But I mean, I, Shadowbringers didn't really have any kind of theme, and. It sort of did. Um, well, no, never mind. I'm thinking of Stormblood. Stormblood had some definite Final Fantasy VI shit going on with Doma uh, and and stuff like that. But 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 you're right. F- Shadowbringers was like I guess you could say it was themed around Final Fantasy III somewhat because of the you know the reemergence of the Crystal Tower into the storyline. Um, but uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff, I want to hear from you. Um, what are your initial reactions after seeing the trailer for uh, for Endwalker in its entirety and hearing everything that Yoshi P had to say? Um, yeah, I mean, I I've played a lot of Final Fantasy, but not the you know the older games like you have. Like I uh, I mentioned before, this this trailer actually has me interested in finally trying to play four through to the end. So I'm actually gonna um, try and do that because as of all the old games, that's the only one that really hooked me, and I did play a, a good amount of it. Um, but, you know, so without that attachment, just looking at this from a, you know, not from like a legacy Final Fantasy or like, you know, nods to other games, just looking at purely as like the continuation of the 14 story. I share a lot of Brit's concerns like, um, you know, Shadowbringers is a very high bar, but I also uh, it, it's tough when you like you experience something like that to bring yourself back down. But I think it's OK for each game in like a series or um, in this case, an MMO like not every expansion, not every story has to kind of one-up the other, even though I know that's what they're always shooting for. Like, maybe it's okay for us to get a 10 out of 10 and be, and then get that followed up with, like, an 8 or 9 out of 10, right? It doesn't mean it's not good, even if it's... It's just you need some distance, and it's it can be really hard to um, separate yourself from that, I guess, or, like, keep those expectations tempered. And, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't blame anyone because Shadowbringers was so good. So I guess my... Um, I doubt it'll be uh, as good as Shadowbringers. I just I don't know how it could be, but um, I'm I, basically the way I approach the game right now is I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt on everything because Shadowbringers was so good and because not just Shadowbringers the five point one five point two five point three and that conclusion were also so good. Um, but I I think I hope Shadowbringers is really good at. Um, 
the characterization of the Asians and the first and stuff like that. I hope, uh, I hope one of two things. Uh, you know, we all know how we Fan Daniel's a little. He seems a little goofy, right? So, like, I'm hoping he's either, um, kind of a decoy. Like, maybe he straight up gets offed, like five hours into the game and look, look it's like let's direction. or i'm hoping that uh they don't really like focus they don't try to make him sympathetic like emmett selk or a little bit like don't go into like we've seen all the assian story for the most part like let's if he's gonna be in this just have him be a bad guy like and keep the focus do something else interesting i guess that's so Britt, go ahead well i was just gonna say i think one thing we do have to give uh, Yoshi P and Square in general props for is I don't think any of us expected going into this expansion thinking that we were going to like Emmett, Emmett Selk. I think when, you know, everybody had the same, and, and Jeff, you mentioned this, everybody had the same opinion of Emmett Selk as we do a fan Daniel, right? Like, yeah, I was like, who the fuck's this goofy guy? What? Right, He's right. Like, like who's this goofy motherfucker just spraying? <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I, I keep saying, you know, I'm I'm leery about it. I don't know how I feel about it. But I think at the end of the day, I'm going to be okay with it. And I'm going to have to anyway, because it's going to launch whether or not I want it to. Um, I'm going to be okay with it. And I, I and I'm, I know I'm going to enjoy it. I enjoy all the expansions 14 has to offer. Um, it's just my whole thing was it's, it's going to be so fucking hard to top Shadowbringers uh, for me. So I think... Like, there are some valid concerns here, right? Like, first of all, like, let me just say it because I know we're all thinking it. And if we're not thinking it, you're going to think it after I say it. But look, Fan Daniel is basically the Jared Kushner of Final Fantasy XIV, right? Like, he's useless. Nobody likes him. Nobody cares about him. Um, he's completely expendable. Uh, and and yeah, he could he could disappear, and the world would probably be better for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Fan, Dan- Fan Daniel sucks. He sucks. And and all jokes about Xenos aside, he's not as strong a villain as uh, as Emmett Salk was, hands down. Um, so, you know, part of the reason that Shadowbringers was so compelling was because Emmett Salk was such a such a good antagonist. I actually, <coughs> excuse me, I hesitate to call him a villain. He's more of an antagonist. Um, I think. Um, I, I think that was the the basic gist of the end of Shadowbringers is it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you don't know who's good and bad, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's just people believing in doing what they think is right. And especially when he showed up to help you, uh, in the fight against, yes, the snap, the little, we're, yeah, we're pretty sure that Heidelin is good and Zodiac is bad, right? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, and, and that, and that brings me to my, that brings me to my next point, um, is if, if we do have Xenos and Fan Daniel, who are, in my opinion, I, I wouldn't say, well, Fan Daniel sucks, but I wouldn't say Xenos is terrible. I will say that he's nowhere near as interesting as Emmett Selk. Um, that means that, you know, obviously we're going to have a showdown with Zodiac, right? So that had better well, be. Hi- or Heidelin. We don't know. Mm-hmm. True. Oh, that's a good point. Surprise. What if we fight them both? What if we fight them both? Yeah. You know, like, I mean, and Brittany makes a really good point. At this point, we don't really know who's good and who's evil. Um, so maybe it is Heidelin. Uh, who knows? Um, I, I tend to think it's Zodiac simply because Zodiac is 
I, I tend to think Zodiac is going to be our, our, our ultimate foe here simply because, you know, he's, you know, given his role in games like Final Fantasy 12 is like, you know, the, you know, the ultimate summon and you got to fight him. Um, I, I think they are going to want you to fight against an entity that, that you have seen before in previous games, just based just, and this is just me looking at anecdotal evidence of how the story has progressed over 10 years and multiple expansions. Um, Britt, please. Oh, I, was, I was just going to say, just, you know, going back to that whole being leery about everything, I do think the world is beautiful. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know how we're going to get into the moon. Like, that's the part I'm like, how, how are we getting there? And they what moon is it? They have lunar like the spaceship whale. in the logo or what it looks It's the like. lunar whale. It's the lunar whale. Have, have you well, got it? We'll see. Whale. Somebody made a good a good point. Is that the the logo? It looks like um ASEAN tech. It doesn't mm, like interesting. that thing pointed in there. I'm willing looks, or not um ASEAN. What what's the old Oh um, the um Oh um shit. I know exactly <laughs> I'm going to think of it at like three o'clock in the morning. It's, um, oh my God, that's going like to bother the me. the Heavensward stuff, the relics. Uh... The No, it's in the first, the first, <laughs> oh my God, this is going to, you guys keep going. I'm going to look it up. Okay, here. we're going to keep going. So, so clearly it's being, it's being set up that our, our ultimate showdown with Alligan. whatever. The Alligans. Alligans, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I didn't even have to it, look it, it up. It, I remembered as I was typing. It's clear that whatever whatever we are going to be going up against, be it Heidelin or Zodiac, it's going to be on the moon. Um, we are like everything. Everything is pointing towards the moon as being kind of the the final, the final stop. See, and that's these. That's Go ahead, like Jeff. no, it's uh, you know we talked about like Fan Daniel versus Emmett Selk, and I'm kind of the same with like the location. Like the first is such a cool location, and like. I don't know. The moon's cool, but I'm also kind of like, this like, is kind of... the moon after goofy. the first is like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Like, like, I will settle. <laughs> I'm sure they're like, you know, their environment team, and like, I'm sure they're going to knock it out of the park. It's just like, I don't know. That's my initial reaction was like, okay. I think it's safe to say that after Shadowbringers, Jeff and I are just really reserved on yeah. our thoughts and opinions about it because it's it's just a hard game to top, you know? It was see, just, I... see. Well, see, here's the thing, Britt. Like, I, I am. I think I'm. I'm more excited, or I, not. Not more excited because I know you guys are excited. Maybe I'm. I have a fewer reservations because I have finished Final Fantasy IV, and I, I, I know the kind of cool storylines that the moon could potentially bring. Right. Um, you know, I mean, you've got a whole like new race of individuals. In, you know, in the Lunarians, um, and there's. There's all kinds of raids that are possible mm-hmm. uh, on the moon, you know, with the lunar subterrain. Um, what's interesting to me is, hold on, you I, know, I, I just thought of something, and then you continue, John. No, 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 please go ahead, dude. No, no, we no, could go. get like spacesuit glamours. No, we could get oh space. Yeah, spa- yeah. <laughs> give me a helmet. Give me a, <laughs> give me, a, give me a cosmonaut's helmet. Continue. But uh, <laughs> I want to plant the flag of. I want to plant the flag of uh, Limsa Lamensa. On the moon, <laughs> cursed um, fucking place. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you open so, this cat girl. What, what moon? Like, do, do you guys think this is gonna be right? Because obviously, mm-hmm. there's different. There's different. Oh, planets, like which world? Sources. Yeah, like do you? Think I assumed gonna... it was our current one, like Eorzea, but yeah, it could not be. So here's so i assume like, it's the same moon that the Asians were always on right like remember when uh, right was it la Herrera yeah. or whatever was talking to our 
Arbert, um, before he came to Earth, or Eorzea, I should say. I th- I I know what you're talking. About. I think I think so. Okay. Yes, I think you're correct. He here is what strikes me about this, and I've been thinking about this ever since I uh, ever since I watched the presentation on Saturday. <clears throat> is that I have never seen, or I have yet to see, a Final Fantasy fourteen expansion lean so heavily into the aesthetics of our of one particular game mm-hmm. as I have Endwalker. Um, because there is a lot of just straight up Final Fantasy four shit happening here from the you know from the Paladin. You know, from the Dark Knight who becomes a paladin on the moon to the Lunar Whale to the minions that are all themed around Final Fantasy IV characters. Um, you know, there is a lot uh, right off the bat. There's a lot of Final Fantasy IV DNA in here. And I don't remember a previous expansion really leading into the actual themes and aesthetics of a particular Final Fantasy game right off the bat as strongly as Endwalker seems to be right now. Um which you know doesn't doesn't mean a whole lot right now, but it does make me wonder what comes after Endwalker. Are we going to see other expansions that lean heavily into the aesthetic of a game the way Endwalker seems to be? Because they're going to have to tell new stories, right? And 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 I think this is a good way to kind of that's actually the kind thing of, I'm looking forward to is where's this like I'm mm-hmm. excited for this chapter not only to end but to just i'm excited for the future right because i Mm -hmm. feel like without it's almost like it's tying them away from 1.0 like because the Asians were in there there were so many worlds and Mm -hmm. characters that they kind of had to all move over which is good because they had something to work off but i'm excited to see what they will do with their own free creative reign not -hmm. saying that they're not going to tie anything in from the old stuff but it'll just be nice to see like what they can come up with, you know, because Shadowbringers was fucking amazing, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it, it'll be interesting to see how they can come up with some shit. Yeah, and uh, you know, on that note, it's it's good. I'm really excited. Uh, it sounds weird to say it, but to finish Endwalker because they said, you know, unlike the other ones, um, this expansion, like 6.0, will actually conclude the story. We won't have to wait a year. Right. Uh, That's worth, exactly worth of patches. Point. So I'm hoping at the end of Endwalker, we'll at, with that wrapped up, we'll still get a glimpse of what's to come. And that's actually one of the most exciting parts is like... Well, and, and that's like 6.1, right, Jeff? Like, we're not going to have to wait. Yeah, so like, presumably they're going to set up at least a seed or something uh, at the end of 6.0 to kind of, you know, nudge us where they're going with 6.1 and 6.2 um, and so forth. So, And that's, that's another break from tradition, Jeff, mm-hmm. in that these stories are generally told across multiple multiple content patches every time an expansion is released. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that does not appear to be the case here. Um we're going to get every, we're going to get the the whole story wrapped up in 6.0. And then in 6.1 we're going to move on to what's so next. So that's where I'm a little like uh I don't really have a basis for this. I just got a little bit nervous because um just the the that shift of storytelling um, kind of like sets up one red flag for me, I guess. Like, is there a possibility that maybe that's also a departure from the traditional expansion model? So, I mean, I know the game's not ending, but are we still going to get these big expansions every two years? Or are they actually I just going to so. break into like the story is now just told in these like incremental patches and stuff like that? No, I, I, I think we're so So I think we're going to get 
I, I still think we're going to, and Brittany, I'll kick it to you after this to see what you think. But I, I think we're still going to get big, basically biannual, uh, it, you know, big expansions. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, I think because they're finally moving away from this 10 year old story about the conflict between Heidelin and Zodiac, I think they're, I, I think they're going to play these up with like, like, you know, okay, we got our first big expansion that has nothing to do with Heidelin and Zodiac. We're moving on to something new. Um, we're going to explore new worlds. Uh, I, I think that is a huge selling point for the next big expansion. Plus, I mean, let's face it, like Square Enix was in a lot of trouble when the original version of Final Fantasy XIV launched. Like the game was in bad shape. It was terrible. Um, and this was the game that was going to finally put them in the black after years of financial after years of financial hardship. And the game actually almost ended them. It was such a disaster. And now it's the second most popular MMO in the entire world, and it's one of their main uh, it's one of their main sources of revenue. Um, so they are they are not anywhere near wrapping this up, and I don't think that they're going to buck the status quo and, no, and start I moving mean, to I mean, yeah. It's so it's so popular that I mean, look at WoW. I mean, they're still doing content for Final Fantasy XI. You know, not expansions, yeah. no, but they're going to be supporting this game for a long long time because they can they have the the fan base they have and to me that wasn't really in question like when they said that they that this was it they were ending it i first was like oh my god what what do they mean and then they said the storyline and i was like all right well that makes sense like they've been going at this for some time they you know they took their time with it they did what any good story building does they they took their time with it they stretched it out and they really built something and that's amazing like even if I don't like some of the characters, even if I'm uh, I'm leery about it, I know it's going to be amazing. And that's why I said I'm excited to see what they will do um, when when they get their own free reigns to kind of, you know, fresh slate, create their own storyline, you know? What, Brittany, what do you, like, after this is done, after Heidelin and Zodiac are all wrapped up and there's a bow on it and, you know, what what where do you want them to take this what what do you want to see going forward honestly i don't like i don't know i have no idea where they could go from here um because a lot of the typical final fantasy stuff is already in like they they have summons they have you know raids that have old content in it they have there's just so much that they've done already that i honestly don't know so I know what, where it's they like, could I, go from here. Well, I don't play World of Warcraft, but I do know that they kind of reset the original game world with the Cataclysm expansion, right? Mm-hmm. What if they did? What if they did something like that? And well, that, they kind of did that with fourteen, matches? though, didn't they? Like when they two they did, came, they did. But 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 in this case, like it was to save a game that was completely broken. Like World of Warcraft wasn't broken; it was thriving. Um, and uh, and they did that to just shake things up. The difference between that and Final Fantasy XIV is that Final Fantasy XIV was a complete failure, and they knew and they took the game offline for two years and basically made a new game uh, after the Umbral Calamity. Right. Um, so so I think I think this is a little different. What if they found a way to to do that again, but more in the vein of Cataclysm, in the sense that it it's a it's a it's it's a refreshing of the world. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Bahamut finds a way to come back. 
uh, institutes another calamity and rearranges, almost like you know, that's almost. What, that's what I'm interested to see. Like, is it that yeah. are they just going to keep doing calamities, or are they going to think of something else? Like, that's that's what I don't know. But I'm really excited for this new expansion in the sense that, like, it looks like they're doing a whole lot with it. Like, they have the Stardew Valley stuff. Um, you know, they have Garlemald, which who knows what that's going to be? Is oh it my god, be another. Um, Ishgard, like you know, there's just, there's so much stuff that they're adding to it that even from a story standpoint, I'm leery. But as just a content driven person, I think it looks amazing. Oh, and like speaking of Garlemald, am I the only one who thought that the some of the architectural design of Garlemald looked like uh, the inside of Terra from Final Fantasy IX? Like, am, am I crazy, or is that what it looks like? No, it absolutely did. Like, when you mentioned it, um, you know, we all went and Googled it, and it does look like Final Fantasy IX. Like, and look, if they f- find some way to incorporate Final Fantasy IX shit, like clones and, like, Black Mage clones, and I, I don't know, man. I would I would be down for some, <laughs> some Nine references. So, so you know, th- there is one thing. Speaking of Nine references, and I'll kick it over to Jeff here. Um, there is one thing that I am sad we didn't see. We got to see the new class, which is a sage, which is a re- like I'm not a healer class, but you know that that's a really cool looking job. Um, we didn't get to see what the second, what the second job was. We know it's a melee DPS. We'll get into that to that in just a second. But we didn't see any new races announced, and I, I'm a little disappointed by that because I was really thinking that there are, there are two races in Final Fantasy IX that I think would translate well really well to the game and those are genomes and Burmesians. um and uh and jeff i was i wanted to see were you expecting a new race to be announced and are you disappointed it wasn't um not really i mean like i i i'd honestly didn't know what to expect i mean i i didn't start playing the game until shadowbringers so this is actually my first like experience with an expansion being announced so i have no idea what is usually involved in an expansion. Um, uh, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed. Like I, I, I honestly, I don't, sorry. I don't like have a, a strong opinion on it. I don't really roll like multiple characters. I kind of just pick my initial race and, and go well, from I, there. I think but... from the last expansion, the uh, Hrothgar and the Viera, they were pretty much done with, I think they said that they didn't want to add new races in. Um, and they just kind of did anyway, and it, you talk to anybody, and they were just kind of, it felt like they were haphazardly thrown in, because, you know, Vera still can't wear headpieces. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say, like, the, I know from, like, a uh, from the technical side of things, it's got to be tricky developing, like, all these different types of armor that, I mean, you know, one piece of armor for, like, a Dragoon has to fit all these different races, and different sizes of characters taller like so i imagine um you know it just takes a lot of time and i don't yeah. think they really wanted to do it last time but because they had already started working on viera and so many people wanted it and i mean you, and you can read interviews about this too like they just didn't they didn't want to go back to viera they wanted to just focus on harothgar and um obviously they didn't get to do that so i think um, and, and not intentionally, I just think that the races that they did put in last expansion were kind of rushed, and um, I would have rather them just focused on one race instead of 
the problems that they do have with, with what they have. But Brittany, yeah, so I wasn't surprised. That don't no tell goo. me though, Brittany. Don't tell me for one minute that you would not immediately roll a Burmesian dragoon if you could. Mm, I don't know, man. Or, I tried. I tried going Vera. I told myself once Vera dropped, that was it. I was leaving Makote. Or if they dropped a genome race and you got to have a monkey tail, come on, Britt. You'd go for that. Oh, God, yeah. Mm, I don't yes, know. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. Uh, you're right. You're so right. so I've got one last question, I think, to, uh, to, to kind of wrap this up. And it's what do we think the new melee DPS class is? Now, I've got some predictions. I've got some ideas. Um and and personally, I would love to see Soldier from Final Fantasy VII as a melee DPS. I think that would give you some really cool opportunities for really flashy, uh, uh, you know, uh, combat rotations and, and things like that. But I wanted to I wanted to see what you guys thought about what the next melee DP cl- DPS class is going to be. I think it's going to have just based on the t-shirts, I'm thinking maybe maybe necromancer. Um just because I had the scythe and um we don't really ha- I can't really think of another job that had scythe in it other than dark knight and we already have dark knight, so that's That sounds like guess. something right out of Chrono Trigger with Magus and his scythe, the fact that he's a necromancer. Um Jeff, what about you, bud? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I um like I said I haven't played uh the older Final Fantasies and my memory I forget games 3 months after I play them, so I just don't <laughs> like I don't I honestly couldn't tell you what the different Final Fantasy classes are. I don't even know all the classes in in Jeff, 14. Jeff, I'm, spo- I'm like, supposed I to be call, the old man of the podcast who forget shit. Uh uh you know, like I call the uh whatever Rianje is in Shadowbringers, I call that the card class. <laughs> like, uh, the was astrologian? it astrology <laughs> like ast- astrologian yeah something thank you see i'm just not i'm not good with this stuff see i don't really i'm like i'm googling a list of jobs but i don't uh uh there's something called an onion knight i don't know what the fuck that is yeah that's me it's the onion knight Uh, wait a minute Britt. no that's not me um (laughs) (laughs) read the description for onion knight it's perfect (laughs) um i still can't believe you did that um, as far, so, so as the resident, like, I, so as somebody who can recite Final Fantasy lore going all the way back to one, I, I, I couldn't tell you whether or not that's a good thing. Um, uh, I, I would like to see maybe Soldier or Seed from Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, I think, uh, some other really good choices would be Gambler, maybe, from Final Fantasy VI. Um, thinking outside of the box in that one, I think would, would be really cool. Also, maybe something from Final Fantasy Tactics, like Holy Knight. We've got Dark Knight. Why not Holy Knight or Arc Knight or Divine Knight? Um, but when I think melee DPS, I think something really flashy. You know, we've got Ninja and Samurai that are fun to play. They have really, really, really flashy, uh, flamboyant attacks. Um, and so I feel like melee DPS should be something really cool visually. Um, which is why I, I gravitate towards something like Soldier, um, but uh, but then again, who knows? Um, I mean, it could it could be anything. Maybe they'll make something up off the cuff, like they did Sage. Um, although I will say, Sage is technically a Final Fantasy IV reference because one of the characters that joins your party in Final Fantasy IV is a Sage, Tella. Um, so he doesn't use floating crystal laser beams but 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 sage is a class that was present in final fantasy 4 so who knows maybe they'll maybe they'll draw something from final fantasy 4 again 
Um, that's really all I have right now. What what I'll say is I, I am I am very excited uh, and very encouraged um, uh, by End Walker, but I do share some of your concerns, um, uh, namely with you know I think I think you know to to kind of draw off of each of you, uh, I, I share Brittany's concern about a strong antagonist to kind of drive the narrative forward and end this ten year saga on, and and I agree with Jeff and the fact that you know. I, I do, and I'll take it a step further, I do have some, some concerns about limiting the storyline of the, like, this has been going on for a decade, so it's got to be big, and it's essentially going to be done in 6.0, and then at 6.1, we're going to buck tradition and move on to something new, and I wonder if that mm-hmm. doesn't sound a bit rushed. Um, I think I think we we talked about this good last time too is it um I I want to just say it seems strange that they are ending the saga on characters like Xenos and Fandaniel especially a new Asian right and you know they they brought back La Habrea I guess which is something we didn't really What talk oh, about, I talk about the whole pandemonium thing? Yeah. Yeah and um yeah, and so it's it, it'll be interesting just to see what they do with it. Jeff, you got anything you want to close on? Um, yeah, I'll just say you guys were talking before about like where do you think the story's going? Uh, in terms of like after Endwalker, right? Like where does it go from there? And I, there's probably like a couple things I could speculate on, but I my sincere hope is that it goes somewhere that I never would have guessed because I think that's the um the most exciting and the most surprising i will say one thing like uh if apparently there's like 13 of these worlds or whatever um it'd be really cool to see some of the let's go to a different world completely yeah let's let's leave eorzea behind like maybe i if we have some sort of elegant technology that gets us to the moon maybe that like opens up a whole new frontier kind of thing where we can actually um visit these other worlds and stuff i don't know just something like that is like just really mm-hmm. blow the ceiling off uh in terms of uh you know what you thought this world consisted of that's that's kind of my hope too is you know you've got you know i mean there is still a ton and this is one of the great things about the franchise there's still a ton of final fantasy worlds and final fantasy you know you know like sit you know just there's a ton of the series to tap yet and and so i am hoping that I hope for a mix, right? Like I want Square Enix to continue to lean on the series. Obviously, it's part of the Final Fantasy franchise, and there are there is tons of lore that they haven't utilized yet that they can bring into the game. But also, I want to see new creations. You know, like I I I don't think the series necessarily needs to completely rest on the laurels of what has come before. Um. So and and of course, what has come after. Uh. So so yeah, like I I am I am overall excited about the direction that I think uh, the game is going to take. Um, I just, I think, I think it's good to say excited. But yeah. I, I, I definitely have some, I definitely have some reservations about how, like, I, like I, I am all about ending this 10 year storyline. It's time. I just, I want them to do it the right way. And right. right. And, and, you know, I, I, I want them to, I want them to, you know, they have been sprinting and sprinting and sprinting at full speed for a decade and it's been great. I want them to cross the finish line and not trip over it. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's that's really all I've got. We went a little over than I had intended. I'm sorry about that. 
Um, but uh, I mean, there's I mean, we still didn't. I will never apologize for talking about Final Fantasy. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, hey, I'm never gonna talk. I'm I will never apologize ever for talking about Final Fantasy uh, over my time limit. It's just not gonna <laughs> happen. John, say it. Say the c word. What's the c word? Oh, content. We got yeah. We we always <laughs> got to make content, man. We we gotta we gotta pump that content out. I took that <coughs> completely the wrong way. So let's wrap. Oh it up my god! Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you for joining. Us. Jesus Christ, Brittany! Thank you for joining us. <laughs> I can't even end it now. Thank you for joining us for yet another. I almost said yet another Final Fantasy after hours for another STGC after hours. It's been our pleasure to serve you. Uh, don't forget, we go live on twitch.tv slash official SEGC every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So take care of each other. Remember, kindness costs nothing, and we'll talk to you later.